0: For his goodness uh, for just who who he is to each and every one of each and every one of us, thank God, because. If it wasn't for that great sacrifice on the cross for each and every one of us, we would not be here today. Just thank God for the service so far. And let's continue to keep. Pastor will. And any other sick and afflicted among us, even those that we don't know of, let's just keep that prayerful mind and ask God to bless and touch each and every one. Let us pray. Father, we thank your God for your grace and your mercy. We praise your God for your goodness. We praise your God because we know all things are possible with you and through your God. And, Father, we know you know all the needs of your people right now, Father. We know, oh God, that if we put our trust in you, that you will provide and you will take care of us. Help us, oh God, to lean on you and not on our own understanding. Help us to give each and every thing, each and every problem to you, oh God, because we know That you can take care of each and every one, have your way right now, Father. So to give you all the honor and all the glory, Father, and all the praise, because you're worthy of it all, in the blessed name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' Jesus' name, Amen. The uh, first scripture I'm going to read is going to be uh, Titus, uh, the third chapter, and we're going to start at verse three. Uh, my subject is: Are we what God intends us to be? Are we what God intends us to be. Uh, Titus, the uh, the third chapter, uh, beginning at verse three. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient. I'm reading from uh, the King James Version, uh, deceived. Serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our, our Savior. Verse 7, that being justified by his grace. We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Not by anything we have done, but because of the grace and the mercy of Christ. Regeneration Regeneration is the act or process of renewing something. And, you know, he he made our bodies in such a way that our skin cells regenerate. You know, as the old skin cells die, we, we get new skin cells. That's all the work of God. So there's nothing too hard for God to do. Regeneration begins the process of sanctification. A new birth, which if we're a child of God, we all have that new birth. We should all be regenerated. We should be a new creature because we are children of God. If we're not, there's no way we can we can uh, do what God intends us to be. We can't. Let's look at Ephesians. I'm sorry. Let's look at uh, John, the third chapter, verses 3 through 5. John 3, 3 through 5. This is Jesus talking to uh, Nicodemus. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Are we what God intends us to be? Well, we can't be if we're not born again. We can't be if we're not born of the water and of the spirit. Let's look at Hebrews, the ninth chapter. We're going to start at verse 11. Hebrews 9, and we're going to start at verse 11. The Christ being and high priest of good things to come by a greater, more perfect tabernacle. Not made with hands, that is to say, no his own blood he entered in place, having obtained the eternal inheritance. And I'm looking forward to that eternal inheritance. So are we what God intends us to be? If we are, we are looking for that eternal inheritance. If we're doing what God wants us to do, We're looking for that eternal inheritance. The abbreviation for or the uh, definition of redemption is the act of regaining or gaining possession. Let's say you lost something and it was something that you really liked. You want to regain that. You want to redeem that? Well, guess what? Through his death. He has redeemed. Or regained us to himself. And if he has regained us to himself. We are his children. And if we're his children. We should be what God intends us to be. Ephesians 1.7 says, I'll give you a chance to get there. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. according to the riches of his grace. Redemption, the act of being saved from sin. The act of being saved from sin through his blood, because if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, we wouldn't be saved. If it wasn't for his grace and mercy, yeah, that was one of the songs I wanted to sing, and El- El- Elder Be- Beecham beat me to it. <laughs> His grace and mercy. His grace and mercy. His grace and mercy. Matthew, the 20th chapter, uh, verse 28. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So Jesus, he already knew what his job was to give up his life, a life he didn't have any sin, any, but to give his life for our sins, to give his life a ransom for all of us. I mean, what grace? What grace does he have for each and every one of us? The mercy that he has for each and every one of us. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for Jesus. You know, sometimes we let society put us in their mold. We let society place limitations on us. When we worship a God that is limitless and has no limitations, I'd rather worship a God that has no limitations. If we listen to the word of God, Concerning our daily lives, we would not be in some of the situations that we put ourselves. Well, I'll use God today. Oh, wait, I'll use God tomorrow. I I can handle this myself. And then we get ourselves into more trouble. And then we say, oh, man, well, it wasn't God's fault. We don't want God to lead us. And God wants to lead us. He wants to take control. He wants to share with us, but we don't want to share with him. We only want to share when we know we're going to profit from it. But you know what? We have to just turn it over to Jesus. We cannot truly worship God and please God if we are surrounded by things like debt and always worrying about our financial difficulties. And a lot of times we put ourselves into those positions and then we want God to get us out of them. Well, if we let God control us in the first place, we won't be in those positions. We need to relieve ourselves of all the burdens and give them to Jesus. Cast all of our cares on him Because he cares for us. Uh, Let's look at uh, First Corinthians, uh, Chapter Six, Verse Nineteen. We're going to look at uh, verse 19 and verse 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Verse 20 For ye are bought with a price, therefore, glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's we already belong to him why don't we express ourselves and glorify god in our body give him the glory give him the honor because we already belong to him by doing that that keeps us out of those issues and situations. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Romans uh, 14. And we're going to look at verses 7 and 8. Verse 7 says, For if, for none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. We can add another day to our life. We can't add another inch to our height. I mean, there's nothing we can do to change us. God is the only one that can do that. God is the only one that can change us. And God wants to change us for the good. You know, we want to we want to do whatever, but God wants to change us for the good. God wants us to be his chosen people. God wants to enjoy eternity with us. He does. He wants to enjoy eternity with us. We want to enjoy eternity, but we still want to do some of the things we want to do. And God is saying, no, you can't do that. Are we what God Intends us to be. Let's look at Ephesians, uh, the second chapter. I'm almost done. Ephesians 2:10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. And before anybody asks, my Monday morning moment <laughs> is found in John, John 1, 16. Verse 16 says, and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. If you want grace, God has it. If you want grace, God gives it. So there's nothing we can do for salvation because of the grace of God.